0: Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, Episode 200. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for West video game, thirty-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Alright, the plan is to meet Jedeth at the city skates and for him to take you to explore something battlefield-ish.
1: Did I meet Jedith with you, or...? You
0: have seen Jedith a okay. few times. He drinks at the bar...
1: Okay, okay.
0: And you have seen Trick talk to him following a show. In fact, when you guys were coming down from having dinner with Maeve and Terwain, Jedith was there and was like, Oh, you're going to do a show for us tonight? Okay, okay. You then, of course, went off to Waitress. To do,
1: yeah, and do dishes.
0: So you've never been, like, personally introduced to this man, but right. you have seen him around the party glass. Okay. And you may be vaguely aware that he came into DeMal's shop, talked with Trick Right, left. right. <laughs> So he's at the gate, he's got a bunch of sandwiches, and uh, a jug of ale. As always. Hello, I'm Hepalonia.
1: You can call me Hepa, it's nice to meet you.
2: Jettis. Alright, whereabouts we headed?
0: Well, I don't know if we have any preferences, but uh, this whole area here was set upon, back when it was just a Palisades.
2: I mean, would you be comfortable showing us somewhere where you fought back Malravenal's
0: tide? So there was... There was three of them that came at us here, uh, and then there was another one that chased us underground.
2: Three of what?
0: Well, I'm going to say lieutenants. I don't know how Mal Ravenel organized his army, and you guys are now walking out of the city gates right. and down the, a road. There was uh, there was two uh, kind of sorcerer-type fellows and, and one sort of fancified skeleton bordered around a bunch of other ones. Then the the fella that chased us when we evacuated the area. That was another one of those sorcerer-type guys. Hmm. Chased us down into the caves. It's, it's just, I, I assume the dwarves killed him? We, we kind of just kept running.
2: I mean, they do tend to do that.
0: How
1: did you know he was a sorcerer? Did he cast magic, or did he look have a certain
2: look? I think he was one of the few guys that had flesh.
0: Definitely had flesh. Okay. Uh, that was not rotting. He, uh... Had these sort of lightning bolt things that would come from his hands if he got too close. Had a sort of creepified air to him. Wore dark robes. Skeleton wore dark robes too, the the fancified one, but why would a skeleton even need clothes? Guess could have been a sorcerer who lost his flesh maybe? I'm not sure how that all works.
2: Now did you strike down any of these sorcerers personally? (laughs) Two of them?
0: And nah, here's the part where I said we fled. We, uh, we did not get close enough to either of those. And our mage, the head mage, he just vanished. Partly through right. was off doing something important. Then came back, told us to hightail it out of there. At that point, Gregory was like, yeah, this is pretty bad.
2: Fair enough. There's nothing
1: wrong with leaving.
0: I do not have a preference. I will just remind you that you do know that the lich, the fancy skeleton, was the one that chased the chased folks at Kissenham here. But... I'm just reminding you that that is a thing. Right. Whether you want to go after that or whether you want to go after the only one that he's indicated might have been defeated is the one that went underground.
2: I feel like that's the best chance then. Yeah, if we can. Yeah, we're elves. We're comfortable underground too. So.
0: Really, elves? Elves live underground?
2: Uh, not most, no. But we've been underground before. All right. Cool. Had to give dwarves some mining advice once or twice. Oh, tricky business. What are we doing? We're going to do a little bit of digging and learn more about local history, see what we find.
0: All right, so he's going to take you around the edge of the city to a a place that has access to the underground cave system. And so then you guys are going to travel a little ways to a place where you you come through a tunnel, and he says, oh, yes, uh, that side tunnel there, uh, Gwedry scouted up it to see if it was a way through. It was a dead end, but he found this uh, fancy necklace there. Oh, was that the amulet? Yeah, he wore that for the rest of the campaign. So that's where he found that. Uh, Did you want to see it as far as I know? It's just a dead end room. Oh, yeah. I think that would be good. Okay. This is where they found the amulet. A
2: little marker there. Where Gwedry found his amulet?
0: (laughs) So he leads you up the passage, and, and yeah, it's kind of like a cul-de-sac sort of thing, but if you guys want to look around, you can sure. make perception checks. He's got a torch out. You are underground now. You were looking for perception? I think so, for searching a room. Yep. Unless you have something else of interest that you wanted. If you were more interested in the cavern system, then it would be a survival check or something. But No,
1: I think I'm I'm rooting around. I think that's fine, but I think Heppa would like to ask if he knows, like, how they found it? They dig it up? Was it just hanging somewhere? What? What was the?
2: Does he know? Wedry
0: scouted up this way alone, so all he knows is like what Wedry said, which was like Wedry found it. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> Sounds like Wedry always had it and was like,
0: crap, I stole this.
2: I can't <laughs> let anyone know that. His maid shows up and is like, just tell me you found it in the cul-de-sac. Uh, average.
0: Yeah, I think average is fine.
2: Three successes.
0: How is mate hanging out with you when you go down into the caves? I don't
2: think he likes the, like, enclosed space, so I think he is safely tucked away.
0: So he doesn't like the enclosed space, so he's staying in a more well, like, enclosed space? Well, like, if
2: it's an even more enclosed space, that's like a nest. That's mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. But, like, underground in a cave, like, you pop outside, like, okay, it's dark.
0: And things echo uncomfortably. Things
2: echo. It's weird. I don't think it's a place where he wants to be out.
0: Okay, so he's not comfortable, and he's hiding away.
2: I think definitely so.
0: You but, may have fewer snacks. After that is this time underground,
2: the the price of things. Did he eat all your mold meat? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna become mold meat if he does that. <laughs> what
0: was your outcome, Lex?
1: I got also got three successes, but also a threat.
0: You can take a strain, as you perhaps remember the bats. Yes. Bats, but you guys both have successes on your searching around here, so I will tell you that. You find evidence of a skeleton. You also find evidence of recent passage of people. Okay.
1: What kind would I make a medicine check to determine what kind of skeleton it was, or
0: or uh, yeah. some
1: sort of forensics? Like, yeah, a do.
0: medicine check if you want to assess that. The skeleton is quite old-looking. There's no signs of flesh or anything like that. It, okay.
1: So what would be the difficulty?
0: I'm going to say it's three, because all you have to go by here is the skeleton. Okay. Uh, one success. So... <laughs> I
1: didn't think you'd ask what the skeleton is.
0: I'm trying to think what differences there would be between a human skeleton and an elf skeleton. It's definitely not a dwarven skeleton, right? Like, the the height.
2: Yeah. Elvish skeleton would be narrower. The bones are probably all smaller, especially like in the arms. Okay. Like, narrower, but maybe longer.
1: Okay. Depends on how we get our
2: otherworldly grace. We could have extra bones or something. Yeah, it's true. Like the rib count might be different. That's a, an obvious thing.
0: Okay.
1: Or maybe I just can't tell with
0: what's... No, you and. you succeeded. This is a human skeleton.
1: Male, female. That I know you can tell.
0: <laughs> this is a male human and looks like they met a violent end, but also quite an old skeleton. Okay. There's the barest evidence of rotting rags and stuff like that.
1: And a hole where he used to wear his amulet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's dirt and stuff in here, and so you do see some footprint track type stuff that indicates recent passage by somebody else.
2: Trick would take an interest in that, to like, we're not going to run anyone down here, do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, of was making her and check. You could make a survival check. Yeah.
2: How hard do you want this to be?
0: This difficulty. Uh, would be related to stealthiness, but is this person being deliberately stealthy while they were down here? I don't think they were. So I'm going to set it at three purples.
1: The skeleton doesn't move. You
2: don't have to sneak by it. Yeah. One success. One triumph. Two threats. Were they stashing something down here?
0: No. You see evidence that they were digging. Like they were looking for something down here. Hepa is very focused on the bones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're like... Oh, well, it looks like they were digging around here, like looking to see if there was any Anything re- else. remains of like what the skeleton might have had. And you have success with the triumph, so you can certainly track where they went after this room.
2: Yeah, right, that's a good, that's a good start. But
0: Although, you have some threats here.
2: I do have some threats. I have two threats, Ned.
0: Are you just nervous? Is this just causing you some strain?
2: It might just be that. It's also the trick is thinking like someone else already came through here and like got everything valuable, this might be a dead end. Okay. So I think that's what Drake is thinking, at least, that, like, oh, like this is evidence that, yeah, someone else, this is a good idea, someone else had this idea, but someone else already got here. Do I get a sense of how long ago, or just, like, like weeks or months? Quite recent. In the past couple days. If that. If that. Very recent.
0: You have a successful triumph, yeah. That's interesting. They could possibly still be down in the cave system. Okay. Or well, you take your... their
2: <laughs> your strain right there <laughs> do your necromancer rod <laughs> catch him again okay. you know, well is looking up. yeah
0: I mean he's just standing there with a torch like he's just being the the guide here
2: yep that's a bunch of dirt
0: and yeah he's like that's not one of the ones we fought
1: it's definitely a human male seems like his end was a little brutal or violent, I guess Yeah. That's what you
0: said and it's you don't see evidence of acts it's more like crushed, so possibly pummeled to death. Right. Um, you do know that trolls also live down in this cave system. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: unless there's any rocks that like fell on the skeleton to be able to tell if it was happened before death or after death.
0: That's as much as you get out of skeleton. I That's
1: good. I always like it when they don't tell you more
2: things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's.
2: Hmm. So we could follow the tracks or we could explicitly not follow the tracks.
0: Jedith? was originally leading you towards the general area where that other yeah, it is necromancer true. You to type person it.
2: was. Okay, let's do that, but let's be cautious. I told Jed like, it seems like someone was here very recently.
1: I look at Jedith, should we just leave the bones?
0: Yeah, we're just down in the caves. Lots of people died down here.
2: At this point, it would be worse to disturb them and try to move them somewhere else. She looks at him because he's
1: human, so she'll look at Like, their elf bones, and she'll make decisions about that, but...
0: When we left them here, uh, we weren't invited to drag uh, yeah. a bunch of bones around with us. Plenty enough bones following us.
2: Yeah.
1: But, let me think if she would like a bone sample. That would be weird.
2: That would be weird. For but we're not really watching you, so... For any study. Take one of his teeth.
1: Oh my gosh, his teeth. Yes. I would like teeth. First, I'm like, should we, should we bury the body? Oh, well, let me take samples. And finger. I'm assuming they're just kind of lying around. Or a piece of crushed skull or whatever.
0: Okay, Hepa grabs various pieces of the skeleton.
1: I don't want enough that I have to carry a whole bunch of stuff, but just a couple things if I need to analyze.
0: Okay. 50 Fifty-fifty. She's a necromancer. Oh, but Daddy said elves can't possibly...
1: Well, I mean, how often do you have, like, a human bone that you can see if, like, this is going to melt through it, or if...
0: I see. Designing weapons against humans.
1: Well, <laughs> or bone. Let's melt them from the inside. Or what is it made out of? Bone. Right? Do you do medicine checks?
2: Uh, I mean, I could. <laughs> Got a bunch of green dice here.
1: I mean, we've only ever fought a ghost, but sure, what goes through bone? Nobody needs to know that.
2: Yeah, because we fought a (laughs) ghost. They don't have bones. You fight a skeleton. All right, yeah, if you're fighting a skeleton, then you'd want to know. All right, that makes a lot more sense.
1: Yeah, I'll spend a little time studying it because this is... I mean, it's a good way to see a human skeleton. It it
2: is a good uh, anatomy lesson.
1: Yeah, without
0: it Making other people too uncomfortable. Or without it staring back at you.
2: Yeah. Uh, We sneak to the next room.
0: Yeah. So I think we are going to have Trick make a stealth check.
2: Yes, that is a skill I do have.
0: Aided by HEPA. It's a red and two purples. I'm
2: going to spend a story point here. One successful triumph.
0: Okay. So you are not heard by the person that is already in the larger chamber. Okay. Like that elf is leading you in the general direction of. You are able to pause at the edge of that chamber and observe. And I will tell you that Hepa recognizes the person.
1: Is it Ulf, because you said his name? You did just say Ulf <laughs> instead of Jedeth. <laughs> instead of <Judith. laughs>
0: In a manner of speaking, Ulf does lead you there, because it is his tracks that you are following. Yes, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> a grand reveal, ruined by the piece of paper sitting in front of me, shouting his name at me. <laughs> That's right, you did
2: mention he was a...
0: He is an archeologist type.
2: Right, he's not a thief.
0: So you pause at the entrance to a wider area it's a high cave system, and there there is, like, ruined remains here of some sort of fortification-type thing from, you know, some ancient time period. And, like, as you're heading down, Jeth mentions to you, like, oh, this is where he's taking you, is where the necromancer guy, like, marshaled his troops. I see. And then you turn the corner and you see into the space, and Hepha recognizes Ulf. Who is like there with like a pickaxe or whatever. Yeah.
2: Torch. Shirt's off. He's swinging.
0: I'm not sure why his shirt needs to be off.
2: He's like the competing romantic interest, but...
0: The wind rustles his hair. His shirt could be off. <laughs> I don't think his shirt would be off. I'm pretty sure he's wearing leather If armor. he's swinging
2: a pickaxe, that gets hot.
0: There is like a torch that's shoved in a crevice kind of thing, so that he can have both his hands on the pick. And, yeah, he's doing some sort of moving of rocks and things like that ahead. And he does not notice you guys.
2: Is our like, Scooby-Doo, all our heads are peeking around the corner? Yep. Um, well, as soon as I recognize him, I will hail him. So we don't need to be sneaking up on him.
0: (laughs) Say goodbye to your stealth, Trick. Uh, Do you wish to stay hidden while HEPA wanders right out? No.
2: Trick will not. But HEPA just goes out and says, like, oh, i
0: Oh hey elf Alf, so you call that out, and he needs a
2: cool check some of what
1: I might even say assuming that he doesn't remember me, it's me Hepolonia from the we crossed swords <laughs> from, the, from the um the uh,
0: he is going to make a cool check. The difficulty of his cool check is going to be Hepalonia's vigilance,
1: a yellow and a green
0: he succeeds his cool check, so. He looks up and uh, hoists the pick over his shoulder and says, Oh, Hapolonia, yes, of course I remember you. How's your wrist doing? Oh, it's doing much better. Thank you for asking. Who
1: wouldn't even know that I heard it? Falling out of a tree. (laughs) No, he's the one who heard it in a duel with you. I know, no, no. I was just like, I had fallen out of a tree since that. I've taken more damage than I did from there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you say anything along those lines? about falling out of a tree, or is that just an aside from Lex? I
1: think that would be an aside, because even for Hepa, that's a little bit random
2: for this context.
0: You came out as well?
2: Uh, your trick is not hiding if Hepa's okay, coming cool. out, greeting this fellow.
0: You're not using her as a decoy?
2: No, I don't really see what's to be gained by
0: that.
2: <laughs> Steal his bag of loot. And...
0: So, what What brings you down here? And with company? Oh, this is Trick, my
1: cousin, and um, Jedith, our guide. And... um Probably the same thing you are. Trick, this is Ulf. I I fought him in the... In, in the duels. And he, Ulf is an archaeologist. So I'm guessing that's what you're doing down here is looking
0: for something. He doffs his cap and to you.
2: Hmm. So archaeology is different from mining because this guy has a pickaxe.
0: Is Trick asking Ulf that question? After a minute, yeah, I think he is. Miners are looking for things that will become treasures... Archaeologists are looking for treasures that have been lost.
2: Isn't there a risk the pick is going to smash right through it, though?
0: Do you have a better method for moving heavy boulders out of the way? Well? Actually, maybe. Pick does provide some leverage. So, you have a casual interest in archaeology huh?
1: Oh, yeah. I guess we didn't talk about that. I was more concerned about your wrist
0: at the time. Um, yes. We were looking for artifacts for my father to study. Oh, interesting, interesting. Anything in particular that brought you down here? Well, we
1: knew that there... Well, I don't actually completely know. We knew that there was a battle and that Gwydri found the amulet, reportedly, in the room with that unfortunate soul.
0: <laughs> Who I have pieces of in my pouch. Yeah.
1: Not just. I'm not going to say. I wonder if he was undead when they fought him. Now now she's said right. something And, and
0: Jeth's like, I don't think there was any fighting in that direction. We were being pursued from back here.
2: Maybe like, a troll killed okay. okay. him then. Or... Said, looked like the guy got pummeled. good just been running with an unfortunate group oh. of folks. Oh <laughs> uh, I take it that there was nothing else of interest in that room, so it looked like there was you' left some tracks in there.
0: Oh, you're talking about the room to the northeast of here right i I did examine that area. I had heard uh, rumors that uh, Certain valuable items were, were found in that area, and there was the possibility, you know, you never know if others you might know, have that's a good lead have fallen through the ground, been covered up over the the years.
2: Yeah, we're you know trying to do some field research, field archaeology.
0: Well, I suppose I have no particular claim to this area.
2: Time to negotiate how we <laughs> how we work on this. Well, I know he can beat me in a sword fight. <laughs> I don't know if he can get the truth. that, yeah. Kidding, but does not say any of that. Uh, if he wish to negotiate. Yeah, I think, I mean, worked together with folks before. Worked out pretty well. Uh, what is his negotiate? I think he's got some presents, doesn't he?
0: His negotiate is red, red, purple. Jeez, oh
2: man, this guy. Nope, that is just a failure. What are his terms?
0: You had no advantages or threats?
2: Nope. He wants first claim.
0: Yeah, essentially it's like we could work together to uncover several things, and then like he gets first choice of them, but he won't like cut and run as soon as you dig up one thing.
2: Right. right, right.
0: But he gets to choose.
2: I think that's uh, the best we can hope for. I mean, he was here first, as you said. No one has a claim on this spot except perhaps you know the trolls that may or may not live down here. And I think if they exercise their claim, we can you know leave.
0: Uh, Ulf says he's not worried about trolls. He heard that there's dwarves that live down here also. Oh,
2: interesting.
0: I will remind you, you are in the same cave system that ultimately leaves the Undead. Right,
2: right, right. Yeah, I thought they were a little ways away from here, but technically connected.
0: So is he looking for anything in particular, or
1: just whatever he can find?
0: Would you like to make a social check? Yes.
1: I'm guessing that would be just a charm check. I believe so. Because I don't know if there's more conversational...
0: He is mildly cool. Red, purple, purple.
2: I don't think he counts as polite company. What, hmm. the duel? Is he Is he I, of a noble sort, though? He was a gentleman. but yeah, I he seems know. educated.
0: I will allow it. Okay. Do not construe anything about his, his background from the fact that I'm allowing it, but politeness works with him.
1: No, I fail.
0: Okay, so you were asking if he was looking for... Anything in particular, donor? or... So he's not going to volunteer any special information that he might otherwise have. Okay. So, you know, he's he's interested in evidence of the wars that took place here. He's got, you know, buyers who are interested in memorabilia and such. Okay.
1: She was just kinda of curious what he was looking for. We're gonna to work together.
0: Okay, so when I did
1: the building with the brambles through the ring, that kind of worked with stone.
0: Yes, because you ended up not actually using Brambles. You ended up casting Runic Magic.
1: Yeah. I think at this point then, Hepa's trying to determine if she could do some of that without bringing the whole cave down. This might be what she says. Could I do it without pulling the cave down? Without structural damage. So I don't know what kind of role that would be to figure out. If Then I have to determine where I have
0: this ring. So you can make a mechanics check. Okay. Because you're talking about... Structural stuff.
2: I could try to help. I have no points in that, but... Chick sometimes rigs up unusual
0: things. Heppa would have to explicitly state what she's wow. thinking about, and right now she's only said something vaguely cryptic.
1: Is he doing enough damage that he could actually cause...?
0: He is not, like, taking down walls or anything. He's, like, digging up sections of ground.
1: Oh, so we're moving ground, we're not moving a wall or whatever?
0: His concept is things could have been defeated and fallen to the earth, and gotten covered with dirt or rocks or whatever.
1: I thought he was digging in the wall, in which case I was gonna be like, "What's your strategy for that?" But she's probably not gonna say anything. She's just gonna look at
2: it.
0: Okay, Trick, what are you thinking about here?
2: So really I really wanna look around and see like where did some sort of somebody actually fall down. I don't know if it's like a perception or like probably more perception than a survival. Just, just to try to like look at the ground and try to determine where maybe does the ground look slightly different. Was there a place where like there's more mushrooms growing? Because I mean it's 30 years past, but
0: so this is a perception check. Yeah. It is not recent enough that there would be tracks in survival sense. Yeah, sets.
2: that's fair.
0: So you may roll your three purple perception check.
2: Failed with two threats.
0: You may roll your... You were assessing the situation?
1: So here's what I'm thinking is doing something, digging maybe with the rune, but if it's under the ground, maybe I can dig with plants to just soften the earth.
0: Oh, like extend roots around to loosen stuff up?
1: But what I was concerned about was actually causing the thing to cave in. Like if I was going to be doing something that would make it structurally and sound and just bring the whole thing I mean, none us. of
2: it's in the floor below us.
0: You don't need a roll. Okay. Like if you want to do stuff with the floor.
1: So then I don't even know if I need the... You can just Green.
0: do the magic roll.
1: Yeah, if I can mm-hmm. just do brambles to kind of soften it up, Yes. I think I can do that. But at this point, she will say something because she's going to be doing stuff where we are. I think I could do something to magically soften some of the ground. Probably it would be best to stand back.
0: All right, how large of an area do you wish to attempt to work? The cavern you're in is essentially like medium range big. So if you want to do only a small part of it versus if you want to kind of do the whole space.
1: What is the difference? Is it just more difficult? Would it take more energy to do the whole space?
0: It's just more difficult to do the whole space. There's a difference between two purples and three purples.
1: Okay, then let's do the whole space because that's not a big difference.
0: Okay. Let's try that. I am going to use a story point against you. So you are rolling a red and two purples. One threat. So you have a threat. Yeah. Which is either going to be two strain or one wound, you also suffer two strain from trying to do magic.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to do the strain because it's not the healing.
0: Two strain from the
2: cost and two strain from the threat.
0: And Trick, you also suffer two strain. Yep. Or you
2: had had two threats. Yeah, Um, I got no, like, I'm just not as familiar with caves.
0: Yeah, so you're taking strain. You are not finding things that are helpful and useful, although, like, there are bones around. And some of them, you're not sure what they came from. So it's, it's unnerving. Like what kind of
2: creature yes. It came from? Like there's a giant femur somewhere. Like, wait a minute. I don't want to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's unsettling. You overextended yourself. Yeah. You know, you maybe bit off more. You could chew there. You can feel there's roots. There's some sort of fungal network here as well. Right. But you couldn't quite get it to do what you wanted. Yeah. There's all just this sort of creepified atmosphere. And meanwhile, Ulf is like, well, trusty pick. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he uh, resumes to his, like, trying to lever boulders up and and things like that with his pick. I'm going to need a second. That did not work. I'm
2: sorry. All right, Jedith, give me one of those sandwiches. I need to to think (laughs) here.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jedith hands over sandwiches for you guys. I mean, Uh, I could
1: use second wind. Get a little bit.
0: You are each allowed to heal one strain from a sandwich. Oh, boy,
1: oh, oh nice. boy, oh, boy. What kind of sandwiches are these? Oh, it's because of the, how well that made they are. They're mm-hmm. like comfort food.
0: It represents you pausing and resting a little bit as you That's consume okay. your sandwiches while Elf continues to continues to work, but he, he does, like, toss questions at you guys as he does so, inquiring about what other sorts of, of artifacts have you recovered in your travels? Uh, there
2: was one time we recovered a shield, from a swamp to the northeast. The halberd. The halberd we recovered for a while, and I think we lost it again. Or we, no, we traded that away. Did we right? trade that? To his isk? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or did she not want it? I don't remember now.
0: Has this, just to remind you to, stole the halberd, and then you convinced her it was payment?
2: Yes, we traded it away. Yeah. It's certainly not. Uh, his life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then the staff.
2: Right. The staff as well. The
1: we haven't been here. at this very long. What sort of staff?
2: What in ends in a.
1: Yes, it was. I mean, she she will describe it. It was actually rather creepy. It had a um a rune in the middle.
0: Oh, that that sounds like some sort of necromantic or a lich, perhaps even.
1: Possibly the rune. I mean, I don't. I didn't get a chance. We were working with somebody else, so I didn't get a chance to examine the staff so much. But I don't know that they were particularly aspected to that. The rune was aspect of ties, so I'm not I'm not sure that the staff besides looking creepy, but yes, it probably was.
0: So do you have multiple markets that you sell these artifacts in?
2: We haven't sold them. It's just my father is studying them. It's a scholarly interest, and in, you know, one to help protect our forest. You primarily find these things in order to sell them, then.
0: I um, am currently working on behalf of a, a group based out of Carson. Uh, Recovering artifacts of interest to them. Geography check? Yeah, sure. But
1: what we found was in a swamp. It, I, well, I guess it was a battlefield. I, don't I mean, know. it was a
2: swampy battlefield.
1: I mean, I don't know if you're looking for things local to this area. There were things to be
0: found there.
2: I have one advantage. The sandwich is really good.
0: You can recover another stream. You have no idea where Carson is.
2: Okay, it's some place I've never heard of. Whatever, that's not important. <laughs> right, maybe we can just help this guy more directly. Trick will, I think, tell a story.
0: Ah, you're going to amp up one of his goods.
2: Uh, Well, he will tell a story about, like, I mean, you say you weren't a, a miner, but, like, you seem to have a lot of talent with that. And reminds me of a dwarvish fellow there. One of their famed miners of, of lore. He could dig a vein so deep and so carefully, too. Always knew what to precise that he wanted to get. There was a line of silver one inch wide. He could pull out just that line. So that other dwarves, they might swing too hard or swing too deep. He could always swing just right.
0: What are you trying to accomplish? I'm trying to amp
2: up improve his abilities at whatever it is he's doing. Okay. <laughs> so you could set a cadence or something. I mean, I could.
0: Well, you need to have some thing, like, sometimes you juggle, sometimes you throw a knife, like... Okay. You don't play an instrument, but... Yeah, the, yeah. You,
2: there needs to be an aspect. You need a I think in this case it is. More that Trick starts timing like the beats to, of his story okay. to his swinging of the pick, and thereby starts to control the swinging of his pick. Okay.
0: Hepa, do you wish to be assisting
1: Ulf? Yeah, I mean, I'm not super athletic. Yeah, unless I can use some sort of a knowledge skill to help with information of what might be another good way to do this. I don't know if there's like some way to be able to tell what might be a good place to dig, or...
0: Knowledge adventuring, I think, might be more appropriate because it would kind of be like, all right, well, if this is where he based his troops and they were fighting. Like, what location in this cavern do we think combat would have occurred in? Like, right. what were the defensive positions that could have been used? So I think adventuring. Where would, would other be...
1: adventurers have looked already? Yeah. Okay.
2: Did you wish to spend any your points?
0: I am going to spend one of my points on the magic that is going on here. Success with two. Two threats on a magic, what kinds of disastrous things can mm-hmm. you do?
2: The spell doesn't take effect until next round.
0: Not really useful here.
2: If a character is using a magical item, it becomes damaged.
0: Oh, I know what to do with those two threats. You do? There is a magical item involved.
2: Oh. Right.
0: Remember, you guys are looking for a magical We're looking item. for magical
2: items. Oh god. I didn't know okay. well, no using magic to look for magic was dangerous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, you didn't really realize fully how what you're doing is magic. I mean, you and Glimmer talked about it a little bit, but maybe after this you will see some larger... You may have augmented something in addition to augmenting him.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't want to know what we're going to find.
0: Hepa's going to make an knowledge adventuring check? I'm going to say average. Jeveth is walking around with the torch with you, so you can see everything, all the space, so you can evaluate it. So you have a pretty good look at the area.
1: Yeah, let me see if I can be useful. Yes, I can. Success, but one threat.
0: So you will be providing assistance in being like, all right, this is a place where there was most likely fighting. It's it, you're know, like you're looking at the rock formations and things like that, and you're like, all right, if dwarves were going to be attacking or defending, and preventing the undead hordes from moving onwards, this is a place that dwarves of this height would want to like hide right. behind and like swing their axes over. So this is a good area to look.
1: Oh, this seems like a good spot to hunker down for somebody of a dwarvish size.
0: Yeah, and you remember, like, talking with Glamour. Glamour was, was telling you guys about, like, dwarvish battle tactics underground. Like, they'll hide in shadows. They'll, like, choose ledges. You know, so you, you had some insight into dwarven tactics already, and you apply them to the space here. Yes. Yeah, so
1: based on my understanding of dwarven tactics, dwarvish tactics, <laughs> probably they would be doing something here and here, which
0: means... All right. So you have made a roll, so we'll let you provide an upgrade to him. Okay. And I believe it's going to be a perception check for him.
2: Okay.
0: Okay, so the NPC is the one who's rolling the perception check.
2: Look, he's the only one who's got the right tools and the actual talent.
0: And now he's operating as if he has five cunning. He already had two perception. She's giving him an upgrade, so now it's like yep. he's got three perception. That is not too shabby. To find the stuff is difficult, and I am spending an evil story point
2: to see if something might come up with the item in question, as has happened in the past.
1: All artifacts are in the hand of the skeleton, right?
0: Or yeah, I think so. He has successfully located artifact. He has four advantages, so he has located two things of interest. He will use his other two advantages here for a free maneuver. See you later, suckers! <laughs> um, because other things are moving than just what he is pulling up out of the ground. Yeah, that's fair. So we're starting combat. Okay. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for West video game and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen... And our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write up of this adventure, visit us at diceystories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at delborovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West. Licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, This is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.